Good afternoon, I'm Jordan Peoples in Marvel 6. I'm Cade Weiberg, and even after three weeks of dead air, it still doesn't suck. Well, for them, it's only been one, right? Uh, yes, we took a Thanksgiving break. Which was like three weeks ago as the time you're listening to yeah, this now. live. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a crazy dichotomy of time. And break for us. It hasn't been a break for you. We took the first week off since June to not release new content mm -hmm. uh, to go to Thanksgiving. And you... Which, uh, honestly, is a pretty strong run. Yeah. We made it 23 weeks That's in a pretty, row. That's pretty damn That's good. That's half a year. And... Not only did we make it 23 weeks, but we got Jordan to watch 23 Marvel-themed content. <laughs> well, 22, and then Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Yeah. So he sort of had a bye week. Guess, but I had 20, which was my favorite. <laughs> I had 22 bye weeks. Yeah. So it was really great. This podcast <laughs> has just been a treat for me. Yeah. Um, we have been off the air. It's just you sort of forget after so many weeks off to, mm -hmm. you know, how to do a podcast. Yeah, I don't remember I, at all. I think we're going to find our groove eventually. Um, let's hope. Let's start off with the big news. The Infinity War trailer drops tomorrow on yeah. Good Morning America. You think I should watch it? I think we should do an entire episode about the Infinity wow. War trailer. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm 100% serious. We can add, like, other content, like, fun... Um, I don't know, like like look for Will Smith's house stuff that we've been talking about doing yeah. that we've never done, and we can sort of do a greatest hits with that one. Mm. But I think I could talk for an hour about this trailer. Honestly, is... I'd be fine with that. Okay, perfect. Next week, and you don't have to watch anything because then when the next Trivial Pursuit comes out and they're asking me about a cement mixer, I will know. <laughs> That's true because that was in the trailer. Yeah. Oh, I hope, I hope people are you know getting all these callbacks. Yeah. Because uh, the next. So we just did Steel Panthers next. Force, oh, Black okay. Panther, Steel Panther, the metal band. Yes. The comedy metal <laughs> I band. I wish they were next. <laughs> uh, we could do a Steel Panther episode. <laughs> I've only listened to... Death but, to All But Metal. Yeah. So that's a really good one. Yeah. They have a... Whoa, whoa, oh, they just yeah, dropped yeah, an album. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Fuck All Night Party All Day. Uh, yeah. What was the name of their album? That's my life. Um... It has the singles called Poontang Boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> they have a lot of great songs. Um, uh, I could go into great detail about Steel Panther, but that's, yeah. you know, my glam metal podcast. Um, what a goofy band. Like They're great. Yeah. I absolutely love Steel Panther. <laughs> if you have not listened to Steel Panther fans, all three million, four million now, that we yeah. did, we dropped the Thor Ragnarok mm -hmm. one. Rave reviews yeah. from all of the guys I talked to about it. Like eight guys. Nice. I mean, I assume only guys listen to our podcast. No, I think there's probably some women. Yeah. I mean, Maybe. probably. <laughs> Who's to say? Yeah. Four million dudes? You think, what are the odds? Well, first of all, what's the ratio of men and women in the world? 50-50. No. Pretty close. No, it can't be. It is. I think you're guessing. <laughs> it's pretty close to 50 I think it's like 70-30. In which direction? <laughs> uh, I just feel like there's more men. 70... Why are four percent Wonder Woman just came out? Why are four percent of women female directors? <laughs> Think about that. Because there's less if women, it was 70, bro. Thirty, then there'd be forty. Per, or, yeah, forty percent of men, or the majority of men, yeah. would have no partners. Oh, yeah. I, I oh, there's a lot of them. yeah. <laughs> oh, and there's a lot of gay people. There's a lot of lonely people. 
Yeah. And there's a lot of homeless people. Father McKenzie, for one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awful lonely people. Where do they all come from? <laughs> Beatles did it first. Yeah. Um, it's been three weeks. What have we done in this time? There's been a lot of stuff we've missed over. Thanksgiving happened. Yeah. Oh, how was your family trip where you burned down Gatlinburg? Yeah, that was good. That was good? Yeah. Did, that, you, that did was... you burn down the city? Again. No. Just the just the mountains. Though we actually we did drive through like the parks. Okay. And you can still see like large swaths where the like, from the fire last year went. when you burned it. But yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, <laughs> Gatlinburg PD, listen up. The listen man up. you're looking for is Marv Allsucks. Uh, I'm on not this podcast. I'm not confessing. I'm wait. I'm not bragging. I'm confessing. There's some line after that. That's a rap song mm. for the people in the audience that know. love rap. <laughs> <laughs> I am not one of them. Um, I don't. So, so it's like a pop song too. Like it's not a. Oh, so the bad kind of rap. Yeah. Like if you're gonna listen to rap, like listen. To I that. think it, that might be a Kanye lyric. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, uh, Kanye, yeah. that guy. Yeah. He's like Noel Gallagher, but he can't play guitar. I, honestly, I'd say he's he's fairly similarly talented to Noel Gallagher. Mm, I definitely disagree a hundred percent. Like he he, you're right. They do kind of have a similar God attitude. complex. <laughs> yeah, but he's definitely he's closer to Noel than he is to Liam. He's yeah. got more talent than Noel. That is true. Liam's like closer to Limp Biscuit. Yeah, <laughs> where they think they're really good, but in reality, I'm the only one who listens to them. Just like Liam Gallagher. Um. So let's talk about the stuff we watched mm-hmm. in the meantime. Uh, you just showed up 45 minutes late to our podcast time. Yeah. Uh, because I told you about a show, a little show called The Punisher, which is kind of a big deal. <laughs> oh, this is, uh, I found out where the lyric's from. Uh, Seth will have been cracking up while listening to this. <laughs> just recently, we were planning on doing like a Deadpool episode. We were planning on doing uh, some more Fantastic Four episodes. Yeah. But The Punisher came out, and me and Seth watched all 13 episodes in probably three or four days. And I said, Jordan, you got to watch The Punisher. It is like Mad Men good. And Jordan, <laughs> and Jordan was like, okay, I will at least watch... I will try to at least watch most of one episode, which was a fair compromise. Yeah. And I watched the whole episode. That's fantastic to hear. Yeah. Um, obviously, we can't talk about it yet because we have not cl- clearly. We, no, no, we, we have other backlog. We got a lot of time yeah. to kill. Um, people, you know, people listen to these when they're taking eight-hour car rides. Mm-hmm. So we got to, like, you know, give them their money's worth for this free podcast. We yeah. got to fill their brains with some other info. Yeah, some really um, dumb stuff. So, sure. <laughs> Before we get to the meat. Yeah, the um, smart So stuff. in this past three weeks, uh, have you watched The Leftovers by chance? I have not. Okay. All right. So we will move on from that topic. I will say in the last three weeks, I haven't watched much of anything. I have watched a lot. Uh, a lot. <laughs> Not only all of the Punisher. Yeah. Uh, I went to the theater and saw Justice League. Yeah. Um, was that as good as I was hoping? It was very <laughs> terrible. I yeah. got uh, as bad as the trailer looked. I bet. <sighs> yes. Except the trailer had stuff in it that wasn't in it. No, that's and, interesting. Um, because I mean, Zack Snyder made a lot of the movie, and then he didn't finish it. 
And now a whole bunch of fanboys are going on. They have signed a petition. They want 75,000 signatures to get Zack Snyder's cut of the movie. It'll be so good. (laughs) Well, it's not even, like, done. He didn't finish the movie. Yeah. Joss Whedon had to come in and finish. Yeah. I have talked about this movie so much. I wish we did an episode right after it aired, and I just told you about the plot of the movie. I'm really sick of talking about it. But I know the fans would be like, why the fuck didn't you talk about Justice League? We can gloss over it here. Um, What were the main problems? All of it. It's all terrible. What were the good things? Uh, there was a really great fight sequences. Fight sequence when uh, the bad guy Steppenwolf mm-hmm. broke into Amazonia, where all the uh, Wonder Women were, yeah. and he <laughs> Wonder Women. Uh, he had this. Uh, the, he's collecting mother boxes, uh-huh. which are like the three things that bring about the end of humanity. Blah, mother blah, blah. boxes. Yeah, that's what they're called. Hmm. Um, if you combine all three, then you can open a dimension that brings all of his people, sort of like Avengers One. Yeah. Um, where they approach the Earth. Uh, and Steppenwolf is from the planet, or he's like... He's from some other dimension. Okay. I'm not even sure. I referenced him to Joey, one of our comic enthusiast friends. Right. He didn't even recognize the character. Wow. Um, so I watched this terrible movie. Actually, beforehand, <laughs> I was in the theater on Twitter, and mm-hmm. I'm just like expecting this to be bad. Everyone is fucking tweeting about it. Like, I'm just... I'm looking at the hashtag Justice League, mm-hmm. and this is technically before the movie's out. I'm sitting in the theater... Half an hour before the first showing. So the only people who've seen it are people who saw the advanced screening. Right. And who do you think those people were? Critics? People who love the movie. Oh, Critics yeah. wouldn't even go touch this shit. <laughs> so everyone is saying, this movie's going to be amazing and not blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I definitely know that it will not be. So I'm retweeting all this stuff and commenting over mm-hmm. it. Um, and little benotes to me, you know, on my Twitter, at Cinema After Hours, mm-hmm. uh, no, it doesn't. Uh, if you retweet someone, they know that you commented on them. Of course. I did not know that. (laughs) So I thought you just got to, like, if you're retweeting the president, like, you just take his body of words and then Uh you say something funny over it. And everyone laughs and you move on. Yeah. Uh, No. So I got, I commented (laughs) on this uh, one guy. He was just some local film critic. He had a picture with Henry Cavill. I Hmm. don't. He loved this movie, so I don't think he was, like, that smart. Yeah, of course not. (laughs) Anyway, I comment, or I retweeted his quote that said, uh, oh, the quote was, Justice League greater than Thor Ragnarok. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's not the one I retweeted. That was one that he posted. Okay. Then, he said, going to see Justice League for my third time. Oh, my God. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So, I comment... Um, and those who follow me on Twitter, you can read this entire argument. Mm-hmm. Uh, I retweet him that says, The only way I see this movie three times is if I'm playing Would You Rather and the other option is spend ten minutes with David Boreanaz. <laughs> yeah. To which he responds, which I didn't know he would see this. Yeah, I bet he loves David Boreanaz. No, he, well, he did not like me at all. <laughs> well, he, of course. He said, uh, that's great, didn't really ask though. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> so I was just like, first of all, surprised that he could see it. Like, oh, shit, I didn't expect him to see that. And I'm just like, yeah. okay, uh, you know, bygones be bygones. We'll let this slide. <laughs> guess how many likes his re- response gets? First of all, guess how many mine gets? Uh, Zero. Yeah. <laughs> guess how many his gets? Fifteen. Pretty close. Twelve. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is crazy, because his response wasn't funny at all. Yeah. And so, he got 12. So did you respond? I did. Of course. <laughs> uh, which also didn't get any likes. Because uh, I sort of 
I just wanted to play it diplomatically. I yeah. didn't. He's obviously has a shitty life if he enjoys Justice League this much. Uh-huh, he doesn't sure. have a lot going for him. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm going to take the high ground. And I commented, to each their own, I'm just really not a big David Boreanaz fan. <laughs> <laughs> and he did not respond to it. And that was the end of that. Oh, what a shame. I, and then I told Seth as soon as I got home, he's like, wow, that's a real dick move you did. <laughs> This guy on Twitter who probably doesn't have a lot of friends. He must have 12 friends because they liked his shit. Yeah. Yeah. Not a very good post. If I posted that, wouldn't get 12 likes. No. He just, yeah, he has really, he has friends with very low bars. Yeah. For content. Apparently. Just like ours. (laughs) Listen to this. (laughs) Uh, Four million Americans cannot be wrong. Yeah. I think that's the name of a Bon Jovi album. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... That's what I take away most from this film. <laughs> I was constantly checking my phone throughout because the movie wasn't good. Yeah. Um, the worst part of the film is Henry Cavill of Superman fame. You saw all of Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. You enjoyed all of Man of Steel. Well, you enjoyed no. some of Man of Steel. I enjoyed maybe none most of, Man of, of Steel. it. <laughs> um, he was doing filming Mission Impossible Six at the time, yes. and he had a mustache that, under contract, he was not allowed to shave. Guess what character he was playing in Justice League who does not have a mustache? I don't know. It was Superman. Oh. He plays Superman. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what the, huh, the solution Superman. was to fix this problem? CGI. Uh, they CGI'd they out the CGI'd mustache. They CGI'd out the mustache. And, you get, and it looked good. It, oh, <laughs> it looked unbearable. His lip in like the same shot because Joss Whedon is like adding lines of dialogue that didn't exist beforehand. Yeah. And he will go from having a normal face from before this mustache yeah. to a CGI, like, cleft chin and really shitty lip. And it is so obvious, except to this fucker on Twitter who's seen this movie three times. Yeah, I'm curious what his thoughts are on it. I, Unfortunately, you started so uh, negatively. I know, we can't, can't bring up his name. Actually, no, 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 I just wish you could have been like, hey, uh, what, 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 what'd you think about his you mustache? you think he'll come on this podcast? You think if I tweet at him? Maybe. I would love to have an episode where we just hash it out. <laughs> like... Let, you know, just, you know, I wonder. Friends. I wonder what he'd think of me, because I don't like Marvel, and clearly he's a fanboy of DC. Yeah. So he probably, is, his initial thing would probably be to be on my side. He's like, haha, yeah, Marvel sucks. <laughs> but then when I come out swinging against DC, <laughs> he's probably going to be like, well, wait a second, this guy's chaotic. He doesn't like anyone. <laughs> this he's, is not what I signed up for. <laughs> he's a madman, a madman. <laughs> Who are his heroes? <laughs> he has none. <laughs> um, so that was the worst part of the film. The CGI, cleft chin, and lip. Um, Some honorable mentions of terribleness. Aquaman was the frat douche we know and love from the trailer. Yeah. Uh, The scenes make no sense. You can tell that these are two different movies just smooshed together. Yeah. Like Zack Snyder films. I mean, that's how Zack Snyder's movies felt, even when it's all him. (laughs) But it was all dark. Yeah. And, like, moody and brooding. And now Joss Whedon's, like, throwing in some light fun stuff. Yeah. That is spliced in with the dark. Yeah. So now it's even more crazy. It, it, it's what a mess. mess. <laughs> it, you should really just no. <laughs> I mean, just for the sake no. of <laughs> a podcast, no! <laughs> where we bring this guy on. Okay. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that's one thing I watch. That was terrible. Um, I watched all the Punisher, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. I've been watching. Oh, you know what I watched? What? 
The Alabama Auburn game. Oh, that, that's now that's something to watch. Sports are poor man's superheroes. I've always thought. Uh, sports are for like people who don't have like real life superheroes to look up to. So uh, they're just like, I'm gonna look up to a mortal who can throw. I a feel ball like really a lot fun. of sports fans are Marvel and DC fans. I don't think so. Absolutely. No. Yes. Uh, they're yes, Redskins yes, yes. and Cowboys fans. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, sports fans in general are 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 the same demographic. Then why don't I see them going to Marvel Bowls? They go to the Super Bowl, don't they? <laughs> I mean, not as many as would like to. <laughs> Very hard to get tickets to the Super Bowl. That's true. In this world where there's 70% men, it is a you yeah. know, male-dominated market. All the women who want to go don't have a yeah. shot. But the Iron Bowl was really great. I recommend it to anyone. Auburn, Alabama fans. Who won? Auburn. Oh, that's good. why it was so that's good. That's why it was so good. <laughs> um, I, War Eagle. Yeah. <laughs> or so you say. Yeah. Um, that was my favorite thing about you in college when I was just starting to interact with mm-hmm. you and you didn't like talking to people sure. and you always wore the sweatshirt that said yeah. Auburn, which instigates a lot of conversation Yeah, more but so than I would it's thought. A, it's a very friendly fan base, mm-hmm. which is my only problem with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Auburn fans, but also I don't like talking to strangers. <laughs> and that is a Venn diagram. Yeah. That is just, it is unlucky for me. <laughs> that overlaps a lot. Yeah. Um, well, because the thing is, I grew up in, in Alabama, in Birmingham, and you couldn't not have a side. Sure. So, and everyone also already knew everyone's side. I grew up... Like in, like, like in elementary school, I could have told you probably every single one of my classmates if they're an Alabama or an Auburn fan. That's insane. I would is just that know. split? Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, and like, I remember um, seeing license plates... Mm-hmm. That are that were like Alabama and Auburn on one side and have like a slash in the middle. And Calvin and, and, and Hobbs it, be, was peeing on the well, other. Well, no, no, just be like a family where the parents got married and they were opposite fandoms. Oh God! And it'd be like they would there'd be like jokes like haha. So that that's a tense day at the during the Iron Bowl or whatever. But I remember thinking as a kid, being like, man, I don't know if I could marry an Alabama <laughs> fan. Like that's how deep the sports rivalry is. It's like um. Uh, even if she was perfect, probably not. Because <laughs> she likes people that wear different clothes than I like. <laughs> you, you're you talking about decals on the back of cars, right? Well, yeah. You said license know. plates, and I feel no, like... No, no, no. In, in Alabama, you don't need a front license plate. So in the spot well, how do where they pick, goes, put these pictures on the license plates? It's well, this, this isn't a license plate. On the front, since you just have an open... You have this poster board that just takes well, up the you, entire front you, of your car? They sell novelty license plates. When are you going to be in front of a car looking at it? As it's running you over? No, nah, no. Nah. When I was waiting, I was in, like, it was like carpool. Like, kids were okay. getting picked up. And this so seems dangerous. This is by. a crazy world that you grew up in. <laughs> I grew up in Warrington. It's Birmingham. I grew up in Warrington, Virginia. Yeah. We also had to have sides. Marvel mm-hmm. or DC. Mm. Guess which one I chose. That is that is a less fierce rivalry. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just got into a Twitter argument. Did you get into a Twitter argument? I could have if I wanted to. <laughs> I could get a Twitter argument for days. <laughs> Um, so could I. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Um, I have been watching a lot of the show Godless on mm, Netflix. Yeah. Stellar television. You recommended that to me, and I and just... And you did not reply. Well, I don't know what it is. It is a and Western. I did look it up. A Western mm-hmm. uh, with... So, similar to Logan, except Logan is like a proper superhero Western. Uh-huh. And this is like just 1800s cowboys, cowboys Indians. Uh-huh. Like, there's no superheroes. No I don't really get that angle to mm-hmm. it. But it is incredible dialogue, incredible cinematography. The villain is interesting, which you like. Mm-hmm. You don't like villains who are just bad. No. Apparently. 
No. Even though Voldemort, you you did say that you read a lot of Harry Potter one summer. Mm-hmm. We got to the bottom of that very thoroughly in a recent episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Voldemort. you like Voldemort, who is pretty 100% bad. Huh. Yeah. I mean, he at least has a, a backstory. Honestly, he's like, well, Kilgrave has a backstory if you watch more fucking Jessica Jones. Yeah. See, that's my problem. I think Voldemort is poor man's Kilgrave. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not going to defend Harry Potter. I don't know if I have one. The The thing that made Harry Potter so good... Was you read it all in one summer. Well, well I, 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 think it, I think it was the the how great Hogwarts was. Like, it seemed like such a... Like, any any kid in regular school reading Once, Harry yeah, Potter is sure. like, holy shit, Hogwarts <laughs> is dope. Why am I sitting here doing fucking algebra? In fourth grade. Yeah. Wow, you went to a pretty smart school. Sure. Algebra in fourth grade. <laughs> but, like, that, that's why it's so great, is you want to be a part of that universe. Yeah. With, and then Voldemort's the just villains. there. He's just, like, he's just a reason to show up and read the books. Like, they just need some plot guy. Okay. And he's that guy. Okay. That's... Psh, and you won't watch Jessica Jones. I bet if I showed... No, because I, I want to hang out in Jessica Jones' world. Why? Because she's just some drunk. <laughs> she's not some drunk. She's a super strong, independent female. Oh, wow. She's super strong. What an interesting power. You fucking loved Wonder is. Woman. That was like your second favorite movie during this podcast to Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. She's got a... Uh, she's hotter. <laughs> <laughs> and she's got more powers. Like one more power. She has a lasso. Jessica Jones can fly. I don't even know if Wonder Woman can fly. I think she can just jump really high. Is that all of her powers? Doesn't she have anything else? She has the lasso, super strength. She has the bracelets that deflect yeah, bullets, which isn't really a power. Good. That's sort of a... Like, if Jessica Jones... Well, neither is it for Captain America. I'm not debating <laughs> Captain America versus Wonder Woman. I'm debating Jessica Jones versus Wonder Woman. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you're losing. I <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, I'd definitely rather live on Amazon Island than New York City with <laughs> Jessica Jones. <laughs> I think you should watch more of the show. I am excited to see how you stack up Punisher to Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. Hmm. Um, you know, don't spoil it, obviously. Yeah. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, but first, Godless. Mm-hmm. Western. Jeff Daniels is the villain oh, yeah, yeah. of uh, Dumb and Dumber fame. Yeah. Um, and basically... This guy betrays him, one of his posse, one of his mm-hmm. cowboys, yep. betrays him, and this, that is, old this is the very start of the show, betrays him. He ends up in a town completely made up of women, except hmm. for like four men, hmm. which how, is the opposite. How of, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Well, it's the opposite of today's modern world where it's 70-30 ratio. Right. But this is the Old West, uh-huh. where it was mostly men, and then in this town, all of their men were killed in a mine shaft accident. Whoops. In one foul swoop. So all the fathers... Husbands, they're all killed off. Now it's just women raising children. Neat. And this man has come into town. <laughs> uh, he's the fastest hand in the West. He's got that thing going oh, for him. Nice. Um, and then, how many fastest hands in the West do you think there were in the West at any given point? Oh, all of that, them. I, each one. Thought each that one they, thought they, that's the whole until point they lost. Living. Yeah. Well, what else do you have to live for yeah. in the West? Uh, yeah, it's definitely real hot out and boring. Not a lot of water. You shooting people is the best thing you got. Yeah. Fast. Where? What I want to know is where the fuck do they get all these bullets? Like they go through a lot of rounds in the West. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess you're just getting <clears throat> shipments from uh, the East. But you're always on the road. Yeah. You're you're never in one place all. Well, too I mean, long. you got you stop at the general store. 
I guess, but do they have th- enough bullets? This guy's gang is like 20 men. That's probably his bread and butter. He's like, he sells groceries too, <laughs> no, no, but no, no. he's just making all his money from, from, from bullets. bullets. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone today thinks we have a gun problem, but I think the Old West had a gun problem. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think we should tell people. <laughs> I think we should warn them. Anyway, um, this guy who betrays Jeff Daniels ends up in the town with only women. Guess who's trying to find him? Uh, Jeff Daniels with his gang Jim of... Carrey. No. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> so he's chasing down this guy. It's seven episodes. It's a miniseries. They're not doing a season two. It's just one story, start to finish. It's kind of like True Detective. Ooh, that definitely makes it much more appealing. Yeah, you will enjoy this for sure. It's uh-huh. one story. I'm going to watch the last episode tonight. It's, yeah, the last one's like ninety minutes. They're each about an hour. Yeah. You know, oh. So I've I've been playing around. You know, I have a VR headset. You I've do. been playing around with that recently. Yes. And uh, I really like like the idea of sitting in a theater. Yes. In the VR and yes. watching stuff. That's a very fun way to watch media. True. But the Netflix app. Uh-huh. Only has one setting that you can watch TV in. What is it? It Black is a white? living room. Oh. Why <laughs> would I watch Netflix in a virtual living room when I can just go downstairs and watch it in my actual living room? That's a good question. Why don't they have a theater mode? That'd be perfect for this. That and they don't have it, and it's crazy. <laughs> and this has been bothering me for two years, and they haven't updated it with a theater. I don't know why. If, the, if, an, if a representative from Netflix who works in the VR is listening, and I know you are, <laughs> fix it. We will tweet this at them, uh, at yeah. Netflix US. But um, that's a rant that I needed to get. In. Oh yeah, no, it sounded like you'd been you'd been holding on to that it's, one. It's festering. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That for sure. But why wouldn't they have that? Uh, I have no idea. That makes no sense to me. How frequently do you watch on the VR headset? Very rarely, because of because that. Because of the living room. I mean, I I can it's, watch other stuff, but the to use the main like theater thing. Yeah. You have to move the file to your phone. And uh-huh. phones don't have that much space, so a big movie file yeah. is inconvenient to put on there. You just have to keep doing it. And the, take it the, off. There are other ways where you can like stream directly to the device, and that works a lot better. Yeah. But then you still have to have it on your computer. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that sounds underwhelming. They yeah. could Netflix could have just implemented that; it would have been killer. I, but instead, they're just like, "Here, sit on a sofa and watch a TV." Is the living room set up in their virtual reality better than your living room? The t- like, the TV's bigger, but. But, like, if you could switch your living room with the virtual reality living room, and then whenever you watch VR, it's actually your living room instead, would you make the switch? Would I prefer to watch VR of my own living room, or would I prefer to have the real living room of the No, if you were to switch living rooms with the VR living room. I wouldn't want the Netflix living room. What's wrong with it? The decor is kind of dumb. Okay. The TV's huge... But it's kind of too close to the couch. <laughs> and also, it's in front of, like, a fireplace. Hmm. So it just looks weird. Do you think enough people know what VR is of our 4 million fans? It stands for... Mm. Oh, I was going to try to come up with a joke real quick. Viagra. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> T-shirt Net- idea. <laughs> Netflix Viagra really. <laughs> <laughs> Viagra comma really question mark. Yeah. Netflix, colon, Viagra, comma, really, question mark. (laughs) Great t-shirt idea. Anyway, Godless, you should watch it in your shitty VR living room. No, no, I'll I'll, I'll figure out another way. I'm going to figure out a way to watch that in the theater. (laughs) Okay. It's really stellar. Yeah. It's like seven hours, but like I said, start to I'll watch it straight, yeah. It's it's like you watched all of True Detective in like a day, season one. Yeah. Um, It's just like that. Except you can watch all of it back to back. You don't have to wait week to week. I mean, that, that I'm... 
a classic binger of entertainment. Not just not just visual media. That's how I read books. Yeah. If I get like two chapters in, yes, to a book, I'll just finish it. Yeah. And it is like three days. It, or so. For what it's worth, it's certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So it's not just me with my crazy opinions mm. that you seem to think I have. I don't think you have crazy opinions. I think you have different opinions. <laughs> what has this whole podcast been about <laughs> if Kate's not crazy? Speaking of Rotten Tomatoes, guess what I'm going to see tomorrow with my movie pass? What? Which I have used like four times this month. Wait, have you have you seen a movie twice with a movie pass? Yeah. Okay, so you can you do can, that with it. But you can't see it twice in the same day. Right. Well, because I, I was just thinking about getting one because me and Cade went, went to see Coco We still recently. have yet to talk about Coco. And that was my last ticket little voucher Uh-oh. that I had for free. Oh, they're having a special deal until Christmas? Mm-hmm. If you buy a year's worth, yeah. it's $7 a month. So That's you pay pretty good. $84, all lump sum, you get it for a year. I think I'm probably going to do that. It's cause so worth it. I, Make I, it a Christmas present, even. Yeah. I want to go see Coco. Again? Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. I... Actually, the idea of watching movies multiple times yeah. is the most appealing thing about that to me. That's insane. I can't... Because oh. I don't think there are that many movies that come out that I want to see. Yeah. Though there are some that I'd, I'd stop in. Like, I, I've told You'd you, I have, no problem, I have no problem leaving a movie. Sure. You would see Geostorm. If, Maybe. Yeah. If you had the movie pass. Yeah. But, and I, I also... I only <laughs> wish that I lived closer to the movie theater. Yeah, it is so goddamn. I'm a. I could walk. Yeah, I, Cade couldn't be closer. I'm like ten minutes, fifteen minutes away, something like that. It's not. It's not terrible. Not, that's still not bad. And it's fairly close to where I work, so I could do it coming home. Or that's. Something. It's so worth it. Yeah. Get this movie pass. I and also the Regal marked up their price. A tickets are now thirteen twenty. Yeah, they were twelve ninety. Yeah, I mean, with the pass I was using, I still had to pay a buck fifty each that's time insane. I saw a movie. Guess how much? And I got so I, I'm scamming the Regal. I'm gonna let the podcasters in on okay. a special secret on how to scam. The, the Regal. Just how we messed up the double how the million the popcorn. Buckets. Yeah, we messed this up too. <laughs> we're gonna screw this up for them. Right. Um, get your movie pass. Get your Regal Crown Club. Scan your. Uh, Regal Crown Club whenever you use the movie pass and you get all the points for seeing the movie without paying for the movie. Hmm. Then you take that to the popcorn, popcornery, mm-hmm. as they mm-hmm. call it, mm-hmm. um, and you get a free small popcorn because every movie grants you enough points for a free small popcorn. Oh, and then I good. just pay an extra $2 because I need that large. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and So you get a large for 2 bucks. Large for 2 bucks. That is. Wow. I used to spend over $20 every time I went to the movie theater. That's insane. I've been spending $2.19 ever wow. since I got the movie pass. That's, it's hard to believe this is a good move for them fiscally. What? No. The movie pass in general. I think they're banking on, one... People not using it? Yes. That's what I... So summer and Oscar season are the busiest time for the movie theaters. Yeah. No one's going to the movies in January. Yeah. It's dead. Right. Probably January through March until Black Panther comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, however, my friend brought this up the other day, and this is a really good point. It sort of gives you surveys, like the Google per- Push survey, yeah. and they see, like, they know your age, it links up with your Facebook, and they know kind of a little about you or whatever, your yeah. Google profile. So they're getting all this data on what kind of movies all that the these people... demographics. Pe- yes. Mm-hmm. And they are selling that data for God knows how much. Enough to fund the project, I'm assuming. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. But I think that's how they're making their money, um, and I don't understand why movie theaters would have anything to complain about it because they're being paid another thing i'm thinking is i wonder it's sort of i think it might be the regal might be like ticket master or ticket flying us mm-hmm. where they can 
add all those bullshit hidden fees hmm. that like when you buy a concert ticket the ticket is actually like $35 and it ends up being like 60 yeah because of nonsense yeah and they've been sued multiple times and they give us like bullshit comp complimentary tickets it's like $20 off your next ticket if it's $100 or more or something hmm. and you have to find this email that they send to the wrong address it's a whole built-in thing yeah so i think the regal is adding up a whole bunch of fees and movie fa- movie pass can somehow cut that and just pay like eight bucks per viewing or something like that. Yeah. Not a hundred percent sure on that. But anyway, this is how you beat the system, kids. Keep that in mind. Get yeah. the movie pass. Best investment you'll ever I make. I have a regal card though. It's easy to get. You just ask mm. anyone for it. Yeah, probably I mean You also don't ever buy concessions, so this isn't really a problem. I'm so for you. cheap. <laughs> <laughs> so if it was two two bucks for oh, you want the small I just get the small, the small yeah. for free. Yeah. yeah. There's no reason not to. Hmm. That, it, Except that, for then I need a beverage, and that's when they get me. Yeah. <laughs> the beverage. It's crazy, because these things on their own are $9. You know the worst part about going to see Coco again? What? The Olaf short. Yeah. That thing Show is up long. Late. Show up late to that. So let's let's talk about Coco a little. Uh, are you sure you want to? Because next week we're doing the... Oh, the Infinity War trailer? trailer yeah. Well, I feel and like we're going to have more to content. say about it now. If, 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 if it's fresh. Yeah. I think I'm going to have a lot to say about the Infinity War trailer. Yeah, but we're already 30 minutes into this, and you, you, I have a lot to say about Punisher. <laughs> I do have a lot to say about <laughs> Punisher. But I have a lot to say about the overarching Punisher uh, plotline. Here, let's just do a little bit of Coco now. Okay. And we'll, we, we might come taste. back to the Coco. Okay. A little taste. I'm in love with a Coco. <laughs> I think that's another... Another rap song? Another hip hop song. You are just another spitting one is, rhymes today. Another one that Seth will be uh, happy to hear. <laughs> this is a very generous treat for Seth on yeah. his car ride. Yeah. Um, and our other 4 million fans, obviously. <laughs> uh, so, Coco, I get there. 5 o'clock... Uh, use my movie pass, get my free popcorn, up it to a large for $2.19. Um, I'm in the theater by 5 o'clock. Jordan, four a.k.a. O'clock. Sorry, yeah, 4 o'clock. J- Jordan, a.k.a. Marvel sucks, a.k.a. Chump City over mm-hmm. here, doesn't have a movie pass. Yeah. He had to wait in a long line yeah. to use his Regal Pass for a free movie ticket that apparently cost him $1.50. Yeah. You think MoviePass will sponsor us? We are like pumping rainbows. It, it was quite a so line much. too, because there was like there was like families behind me. There was these kids running around, yeah. and one kept touching my leg as they <laughs> ran by. And then it was a long. That was the longest line I've ever seen at that regal. Yeah, and then in front of me was this group of preteens. Yeah, that were all like on like a, their their first little like boy girl outing. Oh. So you, you, could, you could feel all the nervous energy, like like the boys and girls would be talking for a while, and then they'd kind of split up and yeah. congeal mm-hmm. into like just boys and just yeah. girls to and talk they, about what they just said. It, well, and then they realized that they were doing that, and yeah. so then they try to bridge the gap oh. again, and then the nervous would break into the the small groups. It was really fun That's to so watch. Cute. I yeah. love young. And Mark. then I had to go watch a stupid Olaf short with no <laughs> like uh, that was so much worse. I'd rather keep watching these stupid preteens. <laughs> Yeah, that old offshore was bad. Uh, if you go see Coco, show up 40 minutes after the start time because there's yeah. 20 minutes of trailers and then there's a 20 minute old offshore. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, it's it top five Pixar for me. Yeah, it was. No, I think I'd agree. It was stellar. I th- my favorite is obviously The Incredibles because superheroes. Yeah. Um, do you think Mr. Incredible is going to show up in the Infinity War when his movie <laughs> drops out uh, uh, next summer? Wouldn't that be interesting? Oh man, could you imagine? Yeah, but. I I'd agree with the top five thing for Coco. Um, I'd put it was it was 
probably the most visually stunning Pixar yes, movie to date, for sure. Those, the towns. Yeah. Just like all the houses stacked on top of each other. Yeah. And the Land of the Dead or whatever. Yeah, the Land of the Dead looked just gorgeous. Like, it was, it was so vividly colorful, too. Yeah. Um... Speaking of the VR headset, there's actually a, a VR experience for that that I was super excited about. But then you need a specific controller that I don't own to mm-hmm. play it. So I was very disappointed. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be I would have been walking around the the city of the dead earlier. The ciudad, <laughs> ciudad de los muertos. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the music was really good. Oh, like yeah. it wasn't like oh, incredible, like mind blowing. Yeah. It wasn't like Let It Go good, which is mm. ironic because. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, that I, I don't was think Let terrible. It Go was that great, but this oh, was Let probably... It Go was amazing. You loved Let It Go when it came out. You would not, you would keep playing Let It Go constantly. I, won't, like, I won't argue that it's catchy. It was definitely catchy, but being catchy doesn't mean it's like phenomenal. You treated it like a phenomenal song back in 2014. <laughs> I was a different man, <laughs> but now you've seen Coco. Yeah, um, I'd probably put this number three. I think. Inside Out, I might like better. I don't know. I'd have to see Coco. Again. Yeah, Inside Out's probably still a little bit ahead for me, but this this has like the same emotional pull that Inside Out had with the yeah. whole family stuff. And I'd be curious to know what it would be like if I was uh, a child watching these kids' movies. Well, one as a kid, I would have loved this. Yeah. Like just like the kid with the guitar. Like yeah. I loved music stuff as a kid too, so that would have been amazing. But also, if I was just in, like, the culture that this movie's from, like, is it is it doing it justice? Yeah. I, I, I'd assume it is, it, because Pixar's very thorough, yeah. and, and I think the creators are probably... For sure. There was uh, a Mexican, lot, so. a ton of Spanglish, like, yeah. which I, you know, I went to Spanish 5, AP Spanish, so yeah. I understood, like, hola is hello, and, <laughs> wow. um, like, see you, dot You knew even that one. And mama, and abuelo, and tío, aunt, <laughs> grandma, uncle, yeah. all that stuff. Um... I, so I immediately, like Jordan, I could tell, was a bit struggling with the, with the vernacular, but I kept, I would like lean over and whisper like, that means hello, or that means. Yeah, that was the one I couldn't remember the most. Except the one word, they have this board where all the dead relatives go for the Day of the Dead. Yeah. And there was one, it had a word that I'd never heard before. And I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is this thing that they keep referencing? Yeah. And it, it's a big part of the movie, the board with all the dead people. Yeah. Um, I think... But it was, it was just so... It made me jealous that I don't have a... A, a family. <laughs> at all. No, I don't have... You a, burned them down in Gatlinburg. I don't have, like, a rich cultural history like that. Like, I'm just... I just of, talked about a rivalry with a football team that you grew up with and was bestowed upon you. Yeah, that's pretty good. You couldn't make a beautiful Pixar movie. Oh, I bet. as beautiful. <laughs> as beautiful. No, no, I meant, like, like, like a... Like longer term history than that, because that's just that rivalry is what a hundred twenty thirty years old. But I think they're watching all of our Pixar movies, all like eighteen up to this point, and they're like, "I wish we had a movie. <laughs> I wish I had a Wall-E where everyone's cute." <laughs> that's probably the closest to my uh, cultural background. Well, incredible people that are denying environmental change, destroying yeah. the world, and then being lazy and sitting on their ass while robots feed them. <laughs> I wish I had that going for me. Um, I was very impressed with how just, like, this was a very, like, not, middle middle America is watching Cars, and this, I don't, I wonder if that same audience is going to enjoy this movie, because yeah. they're like, oh, this is a whole bunch of, like, Mexicans, or whatever Larry the Cable Guy says. Yeah, well, I mean, not him specifically, I'm sure he's fine. Sure, Larry the Cable Guy, come on the show, tell us what you think of Coco. Yeah. 
a movie I'm sure you've seen. There, there's definitely a group of people in this country, though, who would be uh, probably dismissive of a movie set in this Which is crazy, because I felt more connected to these characters than almost all of the other Pixar characters. Yeah. Well, they were just so endearing. Oh, it was it was truly. Uh, I I was very impressed all the way through. And, yeah. and another thing, Inside Out has all these big names like Amy Poehler and mm-hmm. all these other people. This didn't really have anyone that I knew. I had yeah. seen some yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew of them. They're around. They didn't yeah. have any Amy Poehlers. No, zero Amy Poehlers. No, this this movie was carried by just the strength of its storytelling. Like it was just, it was told so well. It was visually great. Yeah, visually stunning. The music—it was just—it had everything. Everything you could want in a family film. This had it, and more. Yeah. Um, one last. I would even love to play video games just set in there generally. No, like, I like, wouldn't. Oh, I just want to walk around that, like the the city streets and stuff. I mean, the game. The problem, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's true. I don't really want to play like Arkham City, <laughs> <laughs> Coco City. Yeah, but I I would like to just. I don't know, like poke around in that universe or whatever. Like, like, um, I don't know, like if I'm playing World of Warcraft and this was a hub city, I would yeah. love to walk around this hub city. Yeah, that'd uh, be. I'm sure. I don't know. It's just so detailed. It, it was very cool. But yeah. I mean, that's Pixar. That the Pixar sets the bar for themselves. Yeah, it's crazy that they keep doing all these innovative ideas and then coming back to fucking cars. Yeah, I mean that's clearly just. They make so much on merchandising alone for that. that I guess. It's just some studio executive who's just like, we're going to keep doing this. <laughs> it gives us money. <laughs> money, money, money. But well, they don't need that money anymore. They got Marvel money. Do you know Marvel oh. is now worth $13 billion that they've they've accrued? Sorry. They've accrued $13 billion over all their films. That's pretty good. That $13 billion. Yeah, it's not bad. That is nothing to shake a stick at. I mean, it's $13,000 million. That's so much. <laughs> that's... I hope to have that many fans one day. 13,000 million? Yeah. There, there's not enough people on Earth. Yet? <laughs> by the time, I mean, by the time we're 90, I bet if everyone's, like, you know, scoring around the clock, if we get the 70% men <laughs> to the 30% women ratio. Yeah. Um, we can even that up a little oh, bit, Oh, a too. little bit. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Definitely have, you know, more women. Yeah. Um, for the future of society mm-hmm. and for the 13 billion. Yeah, very progressive view. <laughs> <laughs> I have a dream. What can I say? Um, $13 billion. Uh, they don't need to do any more Cars. They yeah. can just say, out of moral obligation, we cannot do any more Cars films. Oh, one last thing about Coco. Then okay. we really need to get to Punisher. Okay, I have two other small things. Okay. Very mine, small. Mine was that in Coco, they got all the guitar playing exactly right. Yes. Like, and they it, synced it, it up. perfectly accurate. And they synced it up yeah. with the actual notes were playing, played mm-hmm. the right. I really enjoyed that. Imagine how much time that took them to do. Yeah, I assume they did some like motion capture for it. And then, and then somehow joined that with the rest of the animation. That's still. I have no idea how that process would work, but like, <laughs> it was very satisfying because so often you just see nonsense yeah. when people are holding a guitar like, in that's any not sort an of e media. Chord. Or that's just not anything. Yeah, it's just them like vaguely have their hand on the neck. Yeah. Um, so I gotta ask you. This is a third thing that I need to bring up. <laughs> Did you like it more than Thor Ragnarok? Was that your favorite movie of November? Uh, yes. Okay. It right. did, it tugged at the heartstrings in a much more real way. Thor was Thor, lost Thor was eye. amazingly fr- fun. Okay, it was a blast. Yes, but this was just like it hit you at home. So did Thor Ragnarok for me. <laughs> Thor's eye, which I had been connected to all yeah. these years, is now gone. 
Yeah. That's devastating. No, definitely it did not have the storytelling chops listed um, as fun as it was. I'm going to move on mm-hmm. to two small things. Uh, one, we were just talking about Round Tomatoes. Guess what I'm seeing tomorrow? Um, Lady Bird, which... Oh, is that about the the young girl and her mother? Oh. It's apparently like... It's kind of like Boyhood, but half the length, and it's a woman-mother relationship. Is this, so. this going to be an Oscar thing? Yeah. Okay. It's definitely going to have some Oscar attention. Mm-hmm. However... They said that it is the most well-reviewed movie on Rotten Tomatoes ever. It hmm. is has like 140 reviews, all of them thumbs up. Wow. Even Get Out had one thumbs down. So, and, and do you know how guess well how high my rank- bar is? Do you know how movie? well they're ranking it? What do you mean? Because like uh, like they there's like the average reviewer score. So like uh, Coco had a 96 percent or something like that, or 95 yeah. percent. And then it had an average rating of 8.1 out of 10. Oh, you mean the audience score? Well, no, because the, there's like a critic review thing, too, uh, of that. I just, I didn't know that there was a third Yeah, because I, I normally look at that, too, because sometimes you'll get like 100%, but then... It's, 100%? But sometimes you'll get 100%, but the average rating is like a 7 out of 10. But so it's 100%. like... 100%. Yeah. I'm going into this thinking it's going to be amazing. Yeah. So I might be like, but what if it what if it what if it has an average rating of seven out of ten? So that just means everyone thinks it's like good. I just I, but yeah, not, see, no I don't want great. this to be another Wonder Woman, yeah. which is really why I'm bringing this up. So it ties back full yeah. circle. Um, but I'll let you know about that next week. Yeah, um, maybe I, if I get a movie pass, I'll go see it at some point. Hey, there's we will be seeing so many a movie together. Yep. Um, uh, another small Marvel mailbag, real quick. Kevin Feige has said that there they have plans for twenty movies after Avengers four. So this podcast is going to be going a long time. Yeah. Dang. Don't you don't you worry, fans. <laughs> wow. And in that 20, I mean, you're probably going to get some like PT Anderson style. Like there's going to be one obscure one that's just like <laughs> that's very divisive that you're going to like. I would love for that to be the it's case. It's going to. I don't believe that that will be the case, but I would love to have that be um, the case. I was going to bring this up, but we're running out of time to mm-hmm. or I mean, we got to talk about Punisher. So yeah. this is actually perfect. <laughs> we're running out of time. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually perfect uh, to talk about Next week, during our Infinity War episode, oh, yeah. I found this really fun meme that I thought would be cool for us to get back into the vibe mm-hmm. um, after being gone for three weeks. Yeah. Um, you have $15 to defeat Thanos. Who do you pick for your superhero team? I've seen stuff like and this. And there are five rows of heroes. All right, yeah. Uh, so that's going to be fun for next week. Think about it, though. All right. That's, a, that's just a, a taste. I'm going to take the whole top row. It, uh, you can't. <laughs> that's illegal. That's not $15. That's $25. I just don't get it, I guess. And then we're going to run through some battle scenarios. It's going to be a great episode next week, folks. I'm very excited. All right. Now to talk about Punisher. Okay. Um, I've oh, got a list of things that I've written down. While oh, watching. great. Oh, all good, I assume. Um, that, maybe there's one. So I, <laughs> I binged. Oh, wait. you got to give your review. My review. 45 minutes in. Your review. <laughs> 45 minutes in. My review of the Punisher. Uh, I will say... So there's three Punishers before John Bernthal. There's a 1989 one I have not seen. Mm -hmm. There is a 2004 Tom Jane, which you got me the Blu-ray for. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. My favorite Punisher (laughs) for the longest time until Bernthal showed up and obviously got better. Then there was a Ray Stevenson Punisher in 2008 that was supposed to be a sequel, but it was a garbage film. Mm. And it was just nonstop violence and action. The plot was... It was like a DC film. Yeah. Um... But I have a special place in my heart for the Tom Jane, uh, um, what is his name? John Travolta. Yeah. 
Punisher. I think that was actually one of my first rated R movies. Mm-hmm. Like the first one, my dad would show me like bullshit ones. Did you see that the Matrix watch. as a kid? No, my dad. I saw hated, the Matrix as a kid. My dad hated like sci-fi and shit, so wow. I wouldn't watch. My dad's a sci-fi fan. Yeah, he's a nerd. See, that would have been great. <laughs> we should have switched fathers. <laughs> um, well, he's not a superhero fan. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> well, now there's my dad, and we get along okay. Yeah. Um, but it was like my first rated R movie, so even though I can go back and I can Jordan it by watching it with the Jordan brain and be like, ooh, that's uh-huh. a terrible line of dialogue, I can go back and be like, this was my first rated R movie. Obviously, I'm drinking when I'm watching this. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is a really badass film. I think that that is good. He does a great job of portraying the Punisher. Then we get motherfucking John Bernthal mm-hmm. in Daredevil Season 2, which you did watch which, the first episode. But of. everyone knows yes, him as... Shane from Walking Dead. No. Uh, the lead character in the ABC, the CBS sitcom The Class. Close, which but ran no. Which se- one season. The guy who lifted weights in Wolf of Wall Street and then knows how to sell a pin. Oh, yeah. That's what everyone knows. <laughs> That's ridiculous. His biggest role. Uh, arguably his best role for me. No. Yeah. That's insanity. That is my favorite thing I've seen. In this is going to be a good app. I can <laughs> tell. Everyone's going to be... Jordan's been agreeing too much. Kate needs to rip him a new one. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so Cannot wait. John, John Bernthal... In Daredevil Season 2, which you watched the first episode of. I don't know if you remember much of it. No. Um, he was ch- Daredevil was chasing him on the top of the building. You don't know who it is. And then it's the, revealed it's the Punisher at the end. And he shoots him in the head. Ooh. A really badass. Ooh. And he says, bang. It was amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's what I was saying. I was watching it. Um, except I was like audibly, audibly, audibly clapping. That was a, you were visiting my old apartment. Uh-huh. Uh, you drove up from Atlanta for eight, which is an eight-hour drive. Yep. Uh, we had just been doing whatever, drinking, playing cards, video games yep. that night. Uh, and this drops at three a.m. and I'm like, Jordan, we gotta stay up and watch Daredevil. And you're yeah. like, I'm going to bed. Yeah. Your bed was where the TV was, so that wasn't yeah. an option for you. So we watched Daredevil. And you didn't like it for some reason, no. but that's okay. I held out hope after I saw Jessica Jones and Luke Cage that you'd like those. You didn't like those. <laughs> so now I'm getting you to watch The Punisher. Yep. Which I give... Well, I, well, what did I rate Jessica Jones? Six out of six? Maybe, yeah. I think I did. I'm going to give this probably a 5.5 Wow. out of six. I think, checking a lot of boxes. I think this... Told the absolute best Punisher storyline possible. The the character, the Punisher, was a hundred percent to the core how he is in the comics, how he is in the lore, and John Bernthal fucking kills it. Even if you didn't enjoy the show, you gotta admit that this is. I mean, you don't really know the character at all, but he, yeah. he's playing the part well. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it five and five point five Avengers. The people at my table are gonna be the Punisher, mm-hmm. uh, Daredevil. Because that's where he was introduced. Jesse um, J. Uh, no, she hasn't interacted with the Punisher. Hmm. So, obviously, come on. Use your head. Um, <laughs> I'll put Elektra there, um, who's in Daredevil Season 2. Mm-hmm. I'll put um, uh, Captain America, for whatever reason. Sure, yeah. And then <laughs> Iron Man. He's also a soldier. Iron Man, because, yes, that's true. <laughs> good, good and Iron Man sells guns to soldiers. Iron Man sells guns to soldiers. And then we'll put Bruce Banner, who is <laughs> half. 
And he, yeah. for some reason, my brain went Bruce Wayne. And I was like, well, I guess he makes guns, but <laughs> surely Kate knows. <laughs> it's Bruce Banner, you idiot. Yeah, yeah. Um, five and a half. That's who's at my table. All right. The Can pilot I of this episode, I was rating all these on IMDb, you know. Yeah. How, also, when I saw them, uh, when I... When you first see a show, like, all of the episodes are rated high because only a few people have watched them. Yeah. And, like, the last five were 10 out of 10s. And of course, I was just yeah. like, that's crazy. This show can't be that good. Uh, so I was rating these as I went. I gave the first episode a 10 out of 10, mm -hmm. which cannot be said for any of the other Marvel Netflix shows. Wow. Even Jessica Jones had to build yeah. to win me over. And she did in a big way, and I like her show more, but... I think this, and you can watch the episode, this is why this was a good choice for you. You watch this episode and walk away from it, and it's one single story. Mm -hmm. You don't need the That's rest true. of the, you don't need the rest of the content, even though the rest of the content's amazing. <laughs> um, so let's dive right in, shall All we? Right. So my first thing comes from the opening scene. Okay, where he's gunning down, oh, you might, this might be over your head because you missed Daredevil season two. Uh, his family gets murdered. Yeah, I picked um, up on that. Okay, good. Uh, and he is hunting down all the people who did that. Who yeah, had that go who had planned, and he's done by like minute ten or something. Well, he or spends all of Daredevil season two doing it, but there yeah. were a few people he didn't finish. Okay, so at the end of season two of Daredevil, he's like, I got to go finish what I started, mm -hmm. and everyone's like, can't wait to see more of him. Yeah, and then he did his deed. Uh, yeah, he's done in about two minutes. So those kill sequences. What did you think? Well, the one that stuck out the most was when he's he's snipering. He's he's snipering. Oh, with the, the timing on the bullet. Yeah. The sound goes off <laughs> before the, the visual. And then it zooms way yeah. out like it's gone real far. Yeah. My problem with this, okay. crosshair was right on his forehead. Yep. If he's that far away, bullet drop. No, that's you can calculate that in a scope. You can for sure calculate but that. But don't you don't you don't isn't that what the little lines below the crosshair are for? Not if you get a good scope. No, that's what. Because then you go, you go a couple ticks down, depending on how far away you are. How many so, so if have you, you shot, if you know you're a mile away, then you don't aim at the center crosshair. You aim at the one below it. Yes, if you have a shitty scope. He's Frank Castle. He has a really good scope. <laughs> uh, debunked. Next. Uh, I'm, so not, what, I'm, not, I'm not convinced by that argument. Uh, you're gonna need to provide some like. Weapons. I mean, I, my father is a hunting enthusiast, mm -hmm. and his friends are sort of gun nuts. Mm -hmm. um, which is another thing we can get into with the show with the whole gun safety. I'm totally fine with the Punisher owning guns. There I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but the bad guys, they yeah, shouldn't have guns. I've never really shot guns. Yeah, so anyway. I, I think that'd be fun. My dad's friend, I grew up with it. My <laughs> The story uh, my family talks about quite frequently. Uh, I was, my dad loves hunting. Mm -hmm. The whole side of the family. Yeah. My mom side very liberal very anti-guns mm -hmm. hilarity ensues yeah um so i went to our cabin mm -hmm. with my hangout with my dad's hunting buddies and when i was five he made me shoot a 12 gauge rifle he's just yeah. like oh you can do this i want to see what you're you know shoot a gun be yeah. a man uh <laughs> and i shot it and it kicked really hard and i cried yeah a lot oh. um and since then i have never been able to properly shoot a gun because I will constantly flash back to that childhood trauma where I was five and I shot a gun. Um, but I have... See, I've always wanted to go hunting. Yeah. It's really overrated. But then I feel like as soon as I kill something, I'll be a bit bummed. No. Like, I I'll, never I'll, had... I'll be a little bit like, oh, I, if I didn't kill I mean, it, it, it'd be alive. <laughs> the, I've, I've shot deer before I have shot... Yeah. I See, even though I'm traumatized by shooting guns, I still do it. Yeah. Or I have done it. I haven't really been hunting properly since 
middle school. Yeah. You want to know what real hunting really is? It's sitting in a street, a tree stand for six yeah. hours and nothing happens. But that also sounds nice. To I me. hate that. <laughs> that was the, oh, that's when I realized like, this isn't for me. My dad's just like fucking sleeping in the tree stand after two hours. Yeah. He's just like, this is quality father sometime. I'm like, where the fuck are the video games? You could games? read a book? That's insane. Uh, <laughs> that sounds terrible. I would love to read like a war novel while hunting. Um, like All Quiet on the Western Front or something. I, but, I mean, shooting squirrels and doves, they're just like rodents and deer murder more people well, than well, people see, deer, thing, if you think about it. The thing with shooting, like, squirrels and, and doves or whatever is I, I'm not going to eat that. Oh, see, my, with a deer... There's some really... My, my dad hangs out with some really good cooks who make, like, squirrel stew, and it's mm. really dope. If you shoot it at this cabin, you eat it. Oh, okay, well, that's good. It's, it's, as long as I'm eating it, I kind of can you feel will definitely justified eat it. And shooting it. It will be very tasty. Hmm. Um, I shot a dove. I had really good dove once. Hmm. Um, I feel like... A, Bullet just destroys something that small, though. How do you get the meat? Like, There's not it... a ton of meat. Yeah. It's, you gotta kill a lot of them. You basically <laughs> oh, shoot no. a flock of doves. <laughs> yeah. You were worried about killing one thing. Yeah. Um, I still feel like killing a deer is better because there's just so much meat. There is a lot of meat. It feels very economic. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you're saving all the drivers who are running into deer and flying through the windshields. So anyway, my dad has a couple gun enthusiast friends, and they bring some really heavy duty, like, we don't hunt with, we just shoot targets with. Mm -hmm. And, like, someone brought a fucking desert eagle or some shit. Mm. Just like, when would you need this? Yeah. Uh, But I've shot them, and some of them have had really dope scopes. Yeah. So, but were you never you were never shooting this far away. That is true. Yeah. So I but, feel like you, there's bullet drop that he needs to be accounting for. I think these scopes saying. that I've used, I've used night what, vision so are, you like, are you like tilting it before you shoot? It. You have to set it. There is a lot of like it's on a stand. The gun is on a stand yeah. on a table, and then you there are dials that you set to zoom in. Versus, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can yeah, adjust for the dials. tilt. Yes. You can adjust that hmm. where to the point where it can be. Point center but couldn't you thing. also just like use little ticks at the bottom? You and could, just but this is more higher. accurate if you're adjusting it. And mm. I will say the adjustment process probably takes about 15 minutes if you want like an accurate shot. Yeah. So which a lot of people just want to shoot the gun. Well, admittedly, the Punisher in this is a real busybody. Yeah. He's got things to do. Well, he's got nothing to do except for being <laughs> a sledgehammer against a wall. Uh, spoilers. Which, uh, by the way. Is that the most efficient way to tear down a building? He's angry. Well, a bunch of guys just hitting walls with sledgehammers? Surely there's a quicker way. Well, he's hitting it with a sledgehammer. You don't really see them doing much. Yeah. They're, I so think, why are they paying him if he's doing it a slow way? I Though they also complain that he's working so much that it's yeah. denying them overtime. Yes. So I think Which is crazy, because <laughs> that means he's doing the work of what 15 men would accomplish during overtime. Solo? Well, I think he's just there after hours, and the boss is seeing him there after hours, and they're like, well, if he can be here 50 hours a week, why can't you be here 50 hours a week? And mm. they don't, they're don't they not full-time, so they yeah. don't have a law that says they can work 40 hours a week. Yeah. Um, okay, that's two things to bunk. Keep them coming. Mm, second one wasn't bunk. And then, anyway, the, the next thing that happens, uh, or this, is, this skips ahead a little bit, but there's that guy who's at the site, and he really wants friends. Oh, the young kid. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, he's Great just, character. He's just looking for friends. And... Yeah. Uh, He's got a sick mother. Relatable immediately. Well, no, he has a sick grandmother. Sorry, grandmother. Because yes, the yes. first thing he does when he's having a conversation is he goes up to uh, John Barenthal, mm-hmm. and he's like, hey, everyone thinks you're retarded, by the way. Yeah. And Which is probably not something you tell someone who could be a murderer. Yeah. 
and, and or that, retarded. And he follows that up with a story of how his his dad was a, a soldier, and then that they died, and that he was twelve when that happened. Yeah, that's a lot to drop on a new friend. Well, some he's dropping it on someone who's not opening up, and he's like, maybe if I drop a bomb, he will open up to me. I just I just think if you're if you're looking for friends, maybe this is just some social advice for who's ever's uh-huh. listening. <laughs> is start you say Auburn so, or War Eagle. Yeah, you just you start uh, start with some like fun stories. Not my parents are dead stories. I don't think he's... And then you work up to the parents are dead stories. I don't think John Bernthal's going to open up to that. He'd probably say, beat it, get lost. What if What if he was talking about Moby Dick? Because <laughs> he was just reading that book. He'd be like, oh, I was just reading that. And then they could talk about that. That would have been a fun conversation. Then he'd have to read Moby Dick, and that would be awful. Well, you mean the kid? Yeah. Yeah. The John kid probably John doesn't. already read it. Yeah. No, the kid would have to read it. Sure. Maybe he already had. Probably not. Oh, why? Because it's a it's a boring book. Yeah, and that but, kid seems like he's cut around all of the public school edges. Yeah, but he corners. He was an orphan. He had a lot of time to spend alone because his parents were dead. Yeah, but you don't read. You watch. You TV. might. And he didn't. Well, how do he's you work know? in construction? That's how I know. <laughs> uh, okay, so the ne- next scene, we do some stuff, and then we go we do to some the stuff. Indeed, we, we're we at do. the the sit around circle. Yeah, okay. This was the part that I figured you'd have the most trouble with. This, I don't think I'm going to say the thing you think I'm... Oh, okay. I don't really care. They're talking about politics, and the guy yeah. from The Wire is, like, taking the position of some sort of uh, alt-right yeah. weirdo. Yeah. Um, the, which all, is whatever. All of those character storylines are flushed out very impressively yeah. throughout the story. I, I could see that being the case. They they definitely have... They don't address a lot of things. No. What I'm talking about is when he comes in afterwards. Okay. And the guy... <laughs> this is this is my favorite part of the entire... The entire your actual show. favorite or your this is ridiculous favorite? It is that this is your ridiculous favorite. But it it's kind of a... It's kind of like that dare... Or no, ghostwriter line. <laughs> but this one is... Happy as a kick in the balls waiting to happen. It really is, though. <laughs> Have you thought about that? And I also... Happy's a kick in the balls waiting to You happen. had a really... You had a big problem with Jessica Jones, uh-huh. the line, being in love or being screwed over, but amounts to the same thing or whatever. Yeah. It's true. Both of those lines are true. Marvel is dropping truth bombs, and you're just ignoring them. They, but they express them so stupidly. But Happy is a... Kicking kick the, the balls, balls waiting, waiting to, to happen. happen. If you're happy, <laughs> the best way to ensure something doesn't happen is to look forward to it. Uh, but uh, that that <laughs> philosophy makes no sense, though. Why? Because it eschews all happiness, and and because you're worried that it's going to hurt later. One day, I mean, so you're just unhappy fades. now. You're just you're just. Instead of instead of having the happiness until you're unhappy, you should just be, it, it's unhappy forever. Well, you you're get rid of you're get, getting rid of that little period. I don't of think happiness. it's happy or unhappy. I think it's just plateauing, and you're just mm. like sort of ambivalent toward feelings. Where if you're happy, there's a long way to fall from happy. If yeah. you're just neutral and you don't feel, you're fine. Yeah, and I think that's what they're trying to get across. Uh, and then so we, happy is a kick in the balls waiting to happen. <laughs> it's I mean, such a dumb line. We we if you think about it, like. You know, we're alive. We are. We're yeah. theoretically happy about it. One day we're going to be dead. Yeah. We shouldn't have been happy. No, being dead's fine. You don't know that. Of course it's fine. <laughs> Did you see Coco? Did we watch the same movie? That was fine. <laughs> I'd love to go to Coco. He World. was lost in a skeleton realm. Sure. 
It was fun, though. <laughs> I'd be in the skeleton realm. Well, wait till you die. Can't wait. <laughs> oh, I'd love that to be the actual afterlife. Do you think Pixar? I think Pixar could get it right. Yeah. Of all the people. So th- well, I mean, this this idea existed before Pixar. No, I think Pixar came up with it. But like Christianity, <laughs> uh, Scientology, uh, Mormonism, like yeah. everyone's throwing their straws in the hat. Yeah. One of these things is Everyone's right. Everyone's got theories. Everyone's got theories. One of them's right. Yeah. The leftovers, the entire fucking point of leftovers is this exact conversation. Yeah. And it frustrates me that I can't talk about it in the deca- detail because you haven't watched it yet. All right, next Watch thing. the leftovers. Next thing. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Mr. Dead Parents goes to a bar with the, the yeah. with his new friends. Sketchy dudes. Yeah, he clearly and they run friends. up a three hundred fifty dollar bar tab. Yep. Wow. Yeah. That would suck. Yeah. Could you imagine being Mr. Wants Friends? Oh, not that three hundred fifty. Would you do it? Wants. Would you do it in that scenario? What? Would you pay the tab? If I if it was foisted on me like that? Yeah. It was definitely foisted. I would, I would try to split it. <laughs> you with those guys? Sure. I don't think they're gonna like that. Yeah. And they're already planning well, on bringing I mean, you in. Well, I mean, initially, I also would not go to the bar with them. Why? Because they seem like dicks. But you, <laughs> but you don't have any friends. I don't want those friends. <laughs> I'd rather have no friends than those friends. Happy is a kick in the balls waiting to happen. I'd rather have no friends and the, be melancholy. No, no, because the alternative isn't being happy. The alternative is hanging out with dicks that don't make you happy. They might, if you give them time. No. <laughs> those guys are jackasses. <laughs> and from the outset. <laughs> give them a chance. Maybe they'll open up to you. And then they do, and they ask him, "Do you want to go do a crime with us?" And he's like, "Well, I'm not a, I'm not a nerd, so yeah, I'll do the crime." Well, he, you keep in mind, you let our viewers. Know also, he's out three hundred fifty bucks, so he probably needs cash. <laughs> yeah. The kid is reluctant throughout this. Yeah. Like he's just doing his damnedest. He's kind of like a Butters. Like Butters from South Park doesn't want to do any of these things that Eric Cartman is making him do. But he's like, "Oh, gee, fellas, I guess I have to do them." Yeah. He's very reluctant. If he had a choice, but he's kind of just like a bitch. Yeah. Next, uh, we go John Barenthal. Is that his name? Bernthal. Bernthal, sure. Not Berenstein Barenthal's. He has a flashback to being in bed. Yes. And his wife's talking to him. his wife, yeah. And to me, I wouldn't want to be married to his wife. She seemed irritating as fuck. Why? You from you know that from 30 seconds of dialogue? She was way too sweet. It was just... Don't it, you... No. The, again, they flesh out her character. There are other flashbacks that paint... Like, he has a really great monologue where he's they, talking they about... They just... She doesn't seem like a woman. She seems like someone's weird dream of a, like ideal woman that doesn't exist. Like, like not even... Uh, uh, like, okay, so the first thing you see is he's laying in bed. Mm-hmm. And she's like... Hey, sweetie, you slept in and it's just fine. You can sleep in. I'm going to make you breakfast. That sounds she, amazing. Yeah, but that's too nice. That's well, not a person. That's, also, just, that's just like some sort of weird, uh, like Freudian mom yeah, dream. Okay, so you don't know because you didn't finish the fucking show. And you didn't finish Daredevil. Uh, in Daredevil Season 2, it is established that his family is murdered at the carnival. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what you carnival? don't. Sorry, not the carnival. The uh, the Ferris wheel. Well, it is kind of a carnival. They're at the fair or something, and they keep going back to this. Uh-huh. There's a uh, what the fuck is the the thing with the the horses that goes up and down. Yeah. Merry go round. His children died at a merry go round, and his wife was there. They also do a scene where it foreshadows them all dying. They were all at this 
merry-go-round when it happened. Mm -hmm. So the wife sequence, which is referenced several times in the show, is an illusion created by him. Okay, well, it's a, it's never, a shitty illusion. His wife was never... It, he's not a smart man. It's he's an angry nice man. Who would want that? Ugh. He just remembers all of the good things about his wife. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was like... On, have you ever seen videos of people doing ASMR? As soon makes... It, it's like this weird whispering really? thing. I don't know. Like, people, people like it because it gives them, like, frisson. Like that tangling in the back of your head when I something... I have no idea what happens. you're talking about. It, it's like in when you're listening to music and it builds to a really cool thing and it like clicks in your brain. Like um, uh, like a Bon Jovi album? Sure, like a Bon Jovi album. <laughs> anyway, people listen to like women whispering on YouTube. If you Google it, Why? there's like a ton. I don't know. People are weird. Okay. But that's what this lady reminded me of. She's okay. some sort of weird ass. Well, this wife. is how Frank remembered her. That scene in the bedroom did not actually happen. Yeah. Although, did you think that was brutal when she got shot in the head in front of him? Yeah, it even mean. though it technically didn't happen? Yeah. And that's just how he remembers it? Yeah. Or that's that, that goes to my next note, which is just edgy as heck. Oh, this whole show is so edgy as edgy. heck. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, to me, like, a lot of this, I was just like, well, I guess that's kind of cool if you like cool things. <laughs> I do like cool and things, I Jordan. <laughs> oh, you don't like cool things. No. What a shame. Uh, the show would be really great if you liked cool. And then he, the guy, when they're robbing him, he drops his wallet. That's so dumb. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he's nervous. Yeah. But Seth had a, a grievance um, where he said, there's no way that that crime boss would have seen him. And I'm just, they're seeing the wallet. That quickly? Yeah. Like, yeah. he read that from a full stand. Yeah. And it was, like, on the ground at his feet. That's really hard good to eyes, read. But he did it. Like, I, I'm looking over there, there's, there's a box in Cade's garbage with text on it. Yeah, what does it say? I have no idea. It says Grande Taco Kit. I am equidistant from the boy in the wallet. No, 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 not that text. The text on the side. Wait, are you talking about the Taco Bell box or the Ortega Grande Taco Kit box? The, I eat a lot the of The Taco Bell box. <laughs> oh, okay. The top of that. Um, big that, box. That is, that I can read. <laughs> The illegible text on the side. Do you think we should write in the description, boys tried to read contents of Taco Bell box? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, no, your name is not that small on the box. On the license box. But we're box. sitting down. We're closer. I think if I'm here, I'm going to do a little science experiment. I'm going right. to stand up right next to the box. I'm going to put my hands up just like the gentleman was in this scenario. But you're looking straight down. That guy That guy looked like this. You yeah, look he's looking down. Nah, because the gun was right by his head. He had to keep his head, like, chin up. So I can chin up, my head chin like up. this. My chin is up. So my chin's <laughs> what up. What do you see? Ah, well, I'll, I'm going to shoot you. If you keep looking, Wait, I'm going to shoot you. Well, well, off camera, like, the guy's freaking out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, you know, uh, biggest box. I don't know what it is. Yeah, you can. You can, I can read, read it. it. No, it's upside down. That's my problem. Nah. If I switch. Well, then it's upside down for him, too. He dropped it. It was no, facing the kid, and he was on the other side. He had really good eyes. Yeah. Yeah, he's a fucking eagle. Okay. Yeah, hawk. Totally believable. If you have that much money, you might be an eagle. Uh, then my next note was Mrs. Sweet got popped in the noggin. That was referencing the flashback yeah. where she got shot. Um, but isn't that that's he keeps having that recurring dream mm -hmm. or nightmare, if you will, uh, throughout the show, and that's just sort of something that he has created. That's how he remembers his wife, perfect, peaceful, and then he's yeah. woken up every night by her getting shot in the head. Yeah. And see, see, my thing is, if I if I was in love with someone, yeah, I feel like the memory I'd be going back to mm -hmm. is one where we like shared a moment. Or like connected over something, okay. not one where all she is is just this like this nonsense is, caricature yeah. of a sweet person. Okay, this is actually great because this 
segues into a talking point that I've always wanted to have with you, non regarding the podcast. Interesting. Describe this moment that you are just talking about. What? With the significant other. Oh, just no, it's just like a moment you'd have with a friend. I, just like like a like a But tell me, you and your wife, all right, so let's paint a picture. Uh-huh. You and your wife are out and about one day. Yeah. Uh, uh what are you doing? It, Set the scene. It, it it's not like a specific moment. I know, but we'll get there. It's, it's we'll just like there. A, it's just like a shared what do moment. You do? Where, where do you go on this date with your wife? <laughs> it could be literally anywhere. Where? But where do you want to go? The moment isn't created by the circumstances around it. I just let me just try and get in your head. Where are you going on this date? Uh, just let me paint this picture for you. Where are you going? Where are you going for fun? It really doesn't like, like, like Saturday afternoon. A movie theater. Okay, great. You're going to the uh-huh. regal. You're walking on the way into the theater. Um, you see these young kids in love, and they're, like, awkwardly talking to each yeah. other, and you're just like, hey, remember when that was us? Yeah. Presumably your wife was 13 when you met her, so. Yeah. <laughs> I am Roy Moore. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, uh, I mean, retconned, like you've already met the 13-year-old. Okay. Not now. You're I'm... not liking a 13-year-old okay. I thought that's what you were saying. No. <laughs> no. Uh, you met a girl when you were 13, and this is the girl you eventually married. Okay, I don't know why, I mean, that's... the. Okay. Just keep that in mind. It's essential for the scenario if you let it play out. Okay. Okay. So you're at the movie theater. Uh Uh, What What are you going to see? Uh, You're married at this point. So what year is this? We We've known each other since we were 13. Well, I mean that doesn't matter because you're just going to be when you run into her again. You're going to like, hey, I knew you when I was 13, and that's how you hit it off. Oh. Um. So this is how you met. Sorry, I I thought you knew all this. This is crazy. (laughs) Um. So it's all happening so fast. I know. <laughs> what year is this? You're what? How how long before you're reasonably married and you're going on dates in your marital bliss? Okay, so like twenty eight. Twenty eight. Sure. What year is that? Well, I'm getting married in twenty. Like I'm twenty eight. Uh, what married? year is it? Twenty. Not how old are you? Okay, what year? Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Sure. You're married at, in. That's too soon. That's. Am I going to be twenty eight in twenty twenty? No, I'll be think so. I don't think the math adds up. All right, so say 20, 2021. 20, yeah. All right, so you're married. Uh-huh. How long have you been married? <laughs> this is crazy. I just you're, want to paint the is, picture in your No, head. all this is is you keep putting me on the spot, like, for <laughs> random details to, to me making, like, improving a story. Yeah. Uh, we've been married two years. Okay, great. Whoa, so it would have to be 2023. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's 2023. What do you think is coming? Like, Avatar 4? What are you going to see? Yeah, Avatar 4. Avatar 4. Both of you have movie passes. You're both very smart sure, people. Sure, yeah. Um, and you're in the theater, uh, and you see... I'm just trying to think. Like, maybe you play an arcade game with her. Like, uh-huh. they're about to take them away, and this is the very last. Yeah. They have... Um, I don't know. What's a fucking movie that you like? The Oh, Ender's Game. Uh, they have an that arcade movie game. movie wasn't good. I like the video... Uh, the movie. I'm just... I mean, the book! <laughs> 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 Ender's Game. Uh, there's an arcade game. She's also an Ender's Game fan. That's actually one of the talking points when you ran into her. First uh-huh. it was, uh, I met you when I was 13. Second was, how do you feel about Ender's Game? <laughs> uh, she hated the movie, loved the book. I know, it was great. <laughs> uh, and then you go into the video game, and this is the, it's the last day. The, guy, the manager's like, we're going to shut this thing off. And you're like, babe... Why don't we not watch Avatar 4 until the 4.30 showing? You showed up to the 4 o'clock, just Mm -hmm. for the sake of the story. Um, And you play Ender's Game together. Mm -hmm. Is that the moment that you would want to remember? Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy, because I just painted this very elaborate scenario. Why not? 
I mean, that's a good moment. Yeah. That'd just be two people. All right, so that's at least more entertaining because that has some sort of backstory to it more than this does. This is just some idyllic nonsense fiction. Like, I, why doesn't why doesn't he have a moment that like is that actually exists between people in the real world? How hard would it have been to paint them at like a baseball game? And, and then it, like, rained afterwards, and they ran from the rain, okay. and they got in the car, and they looked at each other, and they were soaked, and they left, and it's just like some, some sort of ridiculous Hollywood schlock like that. <laughs> like, something... Because it's, it's serious. It's, it's a serious show. No, it's equally as saccharine and sweet and nice, yeah. but it, it, it could be, like, but realistic. Instead of this weird, cartoony... N- n- just nonsense. No, no. I mean, it's not supposed to be a very substantial story. It's just supposed to get you. But from they could have. Point they could have, with the same amount of time, done better. And why wouldn't you want them to do better? Be, well, no, I don't think that this particular nightmare that he keeps having needs to be a very detailed story. But it could have been, and that would have been more compelling. To. I don't know, because this is just the point of the episode. The episode's called Three A.M., mm-hmm. and that is when he wakes up to this nightmare. And he keeps frequently having this nightmare, and they keep showing different segments of it. He does flash back to his kids and his yeah. wife throughout the show, but this is the nightmare that he keeps having. And so, also, so wait, your argument is it's not better because it just doesn't need to be? If Because that's just lazy. Because the thing, like, he's, the thing about great movies, like Pixar movies and stuff yes. like that, is that even when they don't need to be great, they're great anyway. They make all the details good, so the whole thing sums up into a great movie. This is taking details, and it's just like, ah, oh, we can brush this off. This doesn't. This is not that important. He just needs to have some memory where it's good. But it, and the good memory they come up with is him just lying in bed and her being a non-person. But it's it's like a nightmare. How many nightmares do you remember? Like, it's a dream. It's not his actual... Th- like, he's not consciously awake thinking of these things. This isn't a fantasy that he has concocted. This is just sort of something that is... Uh, yeah, if anything, his dreams compiled. will have more weird details in them. Probably. Yeah. But they're just, you know, they got to cut back on the weird details to show this. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't know why you're defending them for making it worse. I think it works better. for the context of the show because I was not expecting a lot of... The only thing I really needed... The sense of all about your expectations. I expect them to, to dazzle me with, like, actual storytelling at some point. Oh, yeah, and they get that, but not in the dream. Yeah. The dream, I don't need storytelling. But, but why, why take a knee on any part of it? Why not make all of it good? Why is the Winter Soldier an American? Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> the same kind of problem. It doesn't matter! <laughs> it does matter! It could oh. be better, and it isn't. They're wasting time. Why are they wasting my time with a <laughs> shitty dream sequence when they could be wasting my time with a good dream you, sequence? So, just like the baseball game, you would have had... Sure, at least that's something. It needs to be edgy, though, because he has to wake up at the end of it. No, no, because they could be walking back from the baseball game and she gets shot or whatever. That could still happen. Or they could have they could have been downtown and they w- they went to a play or whatever. Then afterwards, they're they're eating out of a food truck and it's like <laughs> like the Waynes getting shot in an alleyway. Okay, that could have been good. Okay, they could have just been. So you a, just don't like that it happened in the bedroom. And well, I just don't like that she she's she. They don't they don't even try to give her any kind of personality. They just make her all they make her is nice. But he remembers her that way. Oh, then why was he attracted to her? All she is is nice. She wasn't. He tells stories about how they didn't get along sometimes. Oh, but he would never. They could have, have incorporated this. They could have given her personality. They could have given her a line that said something. I think the whole point of the Punisher, like you're not really supposed to know. One, well, that's like the problem with all of this is nothing. It's it's not about anything. It's just about a bunch of like really kind of goofy over the top symbols. Like so, this I, I guess this is my kind of problem with all of it is it's not that she's nice. It's like. 
they they don't give you any kind of nuance. It's like he doesn't miss her because she's a person. She misses her because she's the token nice thing that yeah, he misses. That is and true. he's not upset because well, I mean, he's upset because he lost his family, and his family is just this cartoon of a nice thing, and he becomes a cartoon of an e- like a a killer guy, sure. or whatever. Like yeah. it's all just so obvious. Yes, and it doesn't. They could be better. Uh, but it, I don't know. I I don't think it needs to be. I think the Punisher. One thing. All right. So to the comics, for this to be a, an accurate representation in my mind, and it was. It nailed it. Mm-hmm. I gave it a five point five. Um, but it was just. Great, all the way start to finish. The Punisher needs to be violent. It was, obviously. Mm-hmm. And there get some really gruesome stuff toward the end there. Yeah. Uh, he needs to not have a love interest in the show. Sure. Other than his wife, which yeah. he doesn't. Yeah. They do that well. And um, he gets hit on a few times, and this one girl tries to kiss him, and he's just like, I will never love anyone like I loved my wife. Mm-hmm. And that is 100% to the character. So I think the fact that he has these tokens of just like they're they're not substantial characters portrayed by the show but that doesn't really bother me because yeah. he's just remember the whole point is I watching think they the could Punisher. have been and it would have been better that's that's what separates good things from great things i i'm just watching the punisher mess shit up like he's angry and yeah. I, I just know that he's angry i don't need to know the specific this is this instance. is like the difference between see this is the reason i can't rate these things this highly it's like I can enjoy the superficial whatever, like like the the banging around. It's kind of like the difference between Steel Panther and the Beatles. <laughs> like one of them, like like you could have written uh, what's the song I referenced earlier? Death to oh, uh, fuck all night, party all day. No, all the the Beatles song, <laughs> <laughs> fuck all night, party all day. Uh, the not yesterday. Uh, oh, Eleanor Rigby. Eleanor Rigby. Yeah. Okay. You could have just had a song about lonely people without having those poignant images of Father McKenzie darning his socks in the sure. night or, or like all those other little details. Okay. And it, you still would have had the melody. Uh-huh. You still would have had the instruments or whatever, yeah. but it would have lost some of its soul because the details are lost. I've never really been crazy about Eleanor. I mean, I really enjoy Eleanor Rigby. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I've never... The lyrics and the oh, poetry, the that has never been a sticking point and I, it's probably because I'm not really that enthused about the song but yeah. it's never been I've never been drawn to the lyrics yeah. I just the chorus is obvious all the lonely people yeah. where do they all come from I come back to that a lot Yeah. but much like the Punisher I just think that it's a very good melody all the way through and that's really all it needs to be hmm. whereas it, you know if I'm watching one of my top five films or the, a movie that's supposed to expand my mind yeah. it's a different kind of enjoyment yeah and I, I uh, here I got a couple more okay, things we need to work going. out, and we're and we're running out of time. Okay, as we're over the hour twenty mark. Oh my! Yeah, normally we get hour fifteen. Big episode. Uh, so then after the the thing goes bad, they go to hide in the one place they think's best where they work. Yep. And uh, classic Marvel trope. Yeah. And the one thing they've established earlier in this episode yes. is that they dislike John's character. Yes. Because he's always working. Yep. So, oh, who's there when they go to hide out? None other than the guy who's there all the time that they hate for being there all the well, time. Well, they didn't go in the building. Yeah, I know, but they were outside. And it. they were trying to be quiet. And he, <laughs> he saw him from a pretty high distance. Yeah. Uh, and then I wrote, stop hammer time, because he comes down there with a hammer and smashes How some people badass up. badass was that? Yeah, that was fun secret. <laughs> like, any time I've ever held a sledgehammer, yeah. I've just been like, I wonder what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> there was, like, some PS3 game... Uh, 
where you could do that with a sledgehammer. It was yeah. like an like you're on nat, mining yeah. Mars or something. Well, and if I'm playing like Skyrim or something, yeah. a lot of times I'll I'll do like the big two-handed weapons, and it's just like well, the character physics in something like Fallout or Skyrim are just complete. This game was like they gave you the sledgehammer. Yeah, like you were supposed to it was like heavy. Oh, it felt so gratifying. Yeah, and the the camera shots of those sequences were really really great. Mm-hmm. So and then uh, so then they throw him into the cement thing. Yeah, and the cement pours on him. What are they making with that? Just blocks. giant big blocks of cement? Yeah. For a foundation. But they're but they're destroying the building. So why is the cement stuff already building there? Like they still have all the building there. They're they building have, a new building. But why not bring the cement truck after the building's What? Destroyed. Destroyed? Yeah. Save time. If you build same and destroy time. at the same so wait, time. But that's money. You have to rent the cement mixer. Yeah, that's, but he just cut back on everyone's wages because Frank <laughs> is working extra hard. But it's clearly there weeks in advance because the building is still standing. Uh, they also could have been building a building right next to them. Yeah, I, I think that's just like... I don't think you know enough about I, construction I think, to pick I think that they're apart. Just, I think they're just like... Uh, Ah, it's construction. There's construction things there. Is there is construction things there. Yeah, I don't think it makes sense to have a cement mixed there. It's kind of... I think that, I think all construction sites everywhere always have one, one cement, cement mixer. mixer. I think that's a fact. <laughs> uh, also, I don't know what... I don't know enough about construction to be like, why don't they... Why do they have that? Yeah. So I'm just... If it's there... I just feel like when his job is destroying cement walls all day, you probably wait till that job's well, over before you're you bring in the it, cement But mixer. surely you're building... I don't know. I bet you have, those those are pretty big blocks. You got to make them far in advance, and you can't carry them over from the far away cement blockery. You got to make them there on the spot. Well, it is true they would take a while to dry. Yes, because it's cement. Okay, debunked. Mm. Next. I'm a hundred. I'm batting a hundred percent. I'm on a hot streak. Keep going. Uh, yeah, I don't feel like you knocked the wife thing out. I feel like you kind I of nailed ag- it. You agreed with my point, but then said it didn't bother you. Yeah, even though my point was correct. Um, I think agreeing though counts as me being right. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last note I have is basically this show. Everything about this show that isn't the Punisher smashing stuff, Yeah, it's a flimsy excuse to get the Punisher to smash stuff. Um, I, he does like to smash stuff. And then the last thing I'll note is that I didn't mention the uh, cop lady at all. Cop lady. Medina, or whatever her name is. I'm trying to remember. Uh, I watched all this pretty fast. The, the woman who's, who's <clears throat> trying to catch him. Who works oh, like yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't Ooh. mention them at all. Oh, wow. Because yeah. they were just kind of nothing in this episode. They're probably the one are, thing that build, is most tied into the They build, further. and you see her naked, and it's spectacular. Oh, really? Yes. Which episode? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not going to spoil it. You've got to watch. Spoil it. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> it's it's amazing. Tell me which uh, episode. <laughs> anyway. Sir? <laughs> she has a love interest with... Um, I'll just fucking Google it. <laughs> <laughs> she has a love interest with the co- the other guy. Um, what is his name? Billy Russo. Billy Russo. So that's the the weapons manufacturer. Hmm. I don't. Is he introduced? He's got to be. No, I don't think so. He's no. He's the. Sorry, he runs like his own security firm. He they they start hooking up and they have a lot of crazy Marvel Netflix sex, hmm. which is a pretty key in all of the shows so far, except Daredevil. There's not really any sex in Daredevil. Yeah. Um, or Iron. Well, Iron Fist there is. Um, but anyway. Uh, Billy Rousseau 
hooks up with her, who and she's trying to find the Punisher. He is friends with Frank Castle, and in the comics, Billy Rousseau becomes Jigsaw, who is the arch-nemesis of the Punisher. Hmm. And he's got this fucked-up face. And his face gets fucked up by the end of the show. You're not going to watch it, are you, I assume? Nope. Okay. Except to find these nude scenes, apparently. Yes. <laughs> uh, the very last episode. Well, I, I, the, my only thought about that actress and that whole plot was, she's attractive. Yeah. Oh, boy, is she. <laughs> um... So his face gets fucked up the entire time, and me and Seth are watching it, and loving it, by the way, and mm-hmm. we're constantly like, his face is going to get fucked up at some point, <laughs> and we don't know how. And they make a lot of jokes, or she makes like, oh, why? do you know how handsome you are, and stuff like that, <laughs> like, ooh, she just said it! So we're like, we're fanboying about that yeah. really hard. Uh, and then it ends, the last scene is them fighting on the carousel where his family died, and it's going around, and he has hostages and shit, mm-hmm. and... First, Frank shoots him in the side of the mouth, mm-hmm. so he has a hole in his mouth, and he spits out the bullet. It's really badass. And then there is glass on the wall of the carousel. His cheek slowed the bullet enough that it stayed in his it, mouth? Well, it probably hit some teeth, too. I feel like It hurt a lot. Yeah, but, like, a bullet can go through the in front of your head and then out the back of your head. If, it can if go you have a really good gun, Frank was probably not using a really good gun. What was he using? A pistol. Still, that it stops in your mouth? I feel like it definitely goes out the other Maybe cheek. Maybe it went through like a carousel horse and mm. then went through his mouth. Hmm. Uh, there's not, I mean, I'm not if a ballistics if expert. If your teeth stop it, I feel like you're spitting out more than one. Oh, yeah. He did spit out more teeth, but not in that <laughs> shot. I feel like... Yeah. No, he just like like watermelon seeds. <laughs> he just spit out the one bullet. Then there's a mirror on the middle of the carousel. It breaks during all the gunfire, and Frank grabs his face and grinds it against the side of the broken mirror Hmm. very thoroughly, and it is incredibly satisfying Hmm. to watch this 13-episode story arc end with him creating his arch-nemesis. And is this his friend from the PTSD club? No, uh, this was... PTSD club. (laughs) It's revealed uh, that they they were in the war together, and they did... The whole premise is they did an illegal operation, which is what got Frank's... Uh, family killed. Mm-hmm. And this guy works for the guy who wants to cover it all up and kill Frank Castle. Yeah, Frank Castle kills that guy by beating the shit out of him and then doing the, the thumbs on the eyes. Eyeballs. Uh, and it's brutal. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, so honestly, I think you're going to start watching this for this, trying to find those sex you think scenes. If, you think if you ever did that, yeah, like you'd ever just be like falling asleep and you'd like feel that again? Because yes. surely that's a really gross oh, feeling. Yeah. That's I can't imagine. Like, like I can't I can't imagine doing that to like a bowl of spaghetti. No. <laughs> the first time I saw that was Game of Thrones when yeah. the mountain does and that I had never even thought of that, yeah. but that terrified the fuck out of me. Yeah. And like this doing it, it even so I was just like that I could never First of all, I could never kill someone. But to do it that way, yeah. that is... No, I w- I'd much rather do it in kind of a dispassionate gun way. Yeah. Because, like, even getting up close and stabbing someone's a bit... It's a it's bit personal. personal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd probably do the poison route. Yeah. Oh, that's very impersonal. Yeah. yeah. I could just send nice them an envelope far. full of poison. Yeah. <laughs> Anthrax. <laughs> um, but that sequence was very gratifying. So I think you're going to try watching the show for these nude scenes, and then you're going to watch a lot of this hardcore action. You're going to be like, God damn it. I'm actually enjoying this. I, I mean, if I was to watch this. Yes. Or any more of this, yes. it would be skipping to action scenes. It's, it's It'd be like I'd watch it like I'd listen to, to Steel Panther. <laughs> you don't listen to that album top to front? Top to back? Uh, Not regularly. 
But, but like, have. but like, ah, uh, maybe I might have only gotten through the first half. It's really great. Yeah, but, that one album. But it's like you're not. It's not film or music the other way. Like this is to movies and other TV sure. the way Steel Panther is to actual music. I think your laptop's echoing. Are you aware of this? Hmm. Echo. Yeah, that's weird. It it does this some. Like it, it I mean, doesn't do it from the beginning. We don't need to distract the viewers. But it, it starts like halfway through. I don't know why, but okay. I've, I've noticed it happened a couple other times. Well, that doesn't matter. Anyway, you were saying. I just didn't want it to fuck up our broadcast. Yeah, Daredevil isn't real or er, Punisher. <laughs> Whatever this stupid shit is, it's like if it's if it's trying to be real, why can't you have real fun cinema once in a while. Then it fails at that. If, it, if it's just being goofy, then it's fine. Didn't you go see the Warcraft movie in theaters? No. Oh. I wanted to. Well, that's still the same goddamn shit. Except that's worse than this. Yeah. No, I did not get to see that in theaters. I I had to see it the next day. Oh. How uh, oh, how unfortunate. Yeah. But this is. But I, I mean, you have you've got to be passionate about something like where none of the rules fly, where you don't have to. You don't. You're the part of your brain, the Jordan part of your brain. Is it, just in off. terms of film, that does not exist. In Never. music, that exists for There's, me, but. What when movies, I always want to see something real. So when you're watching Warcraft, you did watch it. Yeah, but it wasn't good. I didn't enjoy it. Okay. But what's like Ender's Game? That was... as I think that movie was not good as a movie. Yes. But as a companion to the book, I think yeah. they brought some stuff to life that was in the book in uh -huh. a successful way. Like the battle room felt like how I imagined the battle room to feel. Uh-huh. But the scenes leading up to the battle room were garbage, and like the, the the story in general, it was very flawed storytelling. But the visuals were pretty good, so I enjoyed it for that reason. But I would still say it's a bad movie. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't I don't give movies good reviews if I didn't think it was like I I didn't that it wasn't structured well. Okay. But you might go back to this because you had a lot of fun with it, and there's nudity. Yeah, but I wouldn't <laughs> watch all of it. Sure, because I mean, you didn't watch all of Dexter. Mm -hmm. I mean, I watched I watched everything until I stopped watching it. Like I wasn't skipping around. You weren't. No, weren't you fast forwarding all the? I think I was just not paying attention. <laughs> okay, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> totally got that wrong. Um, anyway, that's the podcast. Anyway, I need to give it a review. Yeah, I'll please, give it like like please. Uh, was it better than Jessica Jones? And I Luke would Cage? say so. I didn't. I'm not reviewing the whole shows. I'm reviewing the first yes, episode. Obviously. So this first episode was better than those first episodes because I like the smashing with a sledgehammer. Sure. So I'll give it one star for that. <laughs> Total? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if these if this nude scene's pretty good, I'll. I'll you gave the other two a three out of six. Did I? Yeah. Really? Yes. You gave Jessica Jones and Luke Cage three out I of six. I gave like Avengers. Two. Oh well, I guess I'll give this a two then. So this is worse than this. I'm really surprised I gave those threes. You just... Uh, I mean, I just listened to the episode. I don't know. It's... Maybe you gave them less. Maybe mm -hmm. I was just thinking what I wanted to see. <laughs> I gave them a zero. You gave them a six. You averaged it. Jordan okay, gave a three. So you gave it a two. Yeah. Well, you definitely didn't give them zeros. Yeah. Because uh, you did like something about Jessica Jones, but I don't remember. Probably David Tennant. Sure. Um, okay, so this gets two out of six Avengers. Yeah. That's pretty low. Yeah. For, I'm going to put Jesse J up there <laughs> and my boy Luke Cage. <laughs> the big two. <laughs> but I just, this episode as an entire, like, 
you could totally just take away this whole episode because he gets the guys at the end. Like, the people he fucks over during the card game, I thought those were going to be the main villains throughout, mm-hmm. but he, he just, just kills, kills them. All. Yeah. This was the perfect, and he tells the kid, the loser kid who climbs out of the cement mixer, run away, leave town. Yeah. You never see him again. I yeah. think this is the perfect story arc for a Punisher episode. Yeah. Start to finish. That does not, that warrants a 33% for you. Yeah, because it's just not, it wasn't, it just existed for that scene of the action. And if the, all you're going to give me the action, just why bother with all the other flim flam? Because you got to fill 50 minutes. Like, it just felt like they were filling 50 minutes. If you have 50 minutes so to well. fill and you have hundreds of man hours to do it, make it better. Mm-hmm. Take your time. Tell a story. I think they did. <laughs> what I, a great story. I mean, the action was fine. Everything else was just like, oh, look at him. Dramatic. Oh, Mr. Sadhammer. Tink. Tink. <laughs> Tink, oh, I'm really upset. Hey, dummy. And tink, Happy tink. I'm stepping, I'm, waiting to I'm stepping on your sandwich. <laughs> oh, I don't step Ooh, on my sandwich. That guy's going to get what, what he <laughs> <Yeah>. deserves. Um, <laughs> okay, well, next week we got the Infinity War trailer. We're just going to drop tomorrow. Tomorrow's my day off. I'm wondering if I'm going to wake up early just to watch it and then go back to bed. Because hmm. I will be unconscious, so I won't really know that I'm missing it. Yeah. But... I think deep down I might know that I'm not watching it and I know that it's out. Do you yeah. think that trailer's going to break YouTube? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might. Nothing will break YouTube. YouTube gets like... I remember seeing something like 400 hours of content every hour or something like no, that. No, but I just mean people logging on to watch this one thing. Yeah, I'm just saying there's not... YouTube is so scaled up for an insane amount of traffic that no burst of traffic will make a dent. Even... Like, like the baseline is so high... Even thirteen billion. I, actually, I, I'd, I'd be curious to how many concurrent users YouTube has at any given moment. Like typically, because I'd guess submitting stuff. I'd guess no, no, just watching. Like how many people mm. are there on the site? I guess it's in the tens to hundreds of millions. Especially in the evening, hmm. I, I'd guess you're into the hundreds of millions Probably. concurrent users evening. regularly. Is that when people watch YouTube? I think so. I feel like if you're watching YouTube, you're just you know at home for the day. You're dicking around. Like, I, if you're at at night, you feel like you're watching Netflix. I guess it depends. This is coming from a guy who well, doesn't no, really watch YouTube. Because I think there there's a decent amount of people who are, like, lying in bed will watch something on their phone, and they don't mm. want to commit to a Netflix show, so they go look up, like, a makeup Ugh. tutorial or something. It makes no sense to me. Yeah. I do not understand children. Yeah. Because my cousin, at Thanksgiving, my cousin told me that they do the same thing. Like, yeah. they're, you know, they're eighth graders, so they're all edgy. Like, oh, we don't do anything at home. We just go lay in bed and watch Netflix. Or yeah. not Netflix. They go on YouTube. Yeah. I'm just like, that sounds fucking miserable. The, the, I think the most interesting thing about YouTube is that everyone's stars, like everyone's, like, favorite person or whatever, is now, like, in their age demographic. Like, 13-year-olds are watching, like, probably 15-year-olds make sure. content. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. When I was, like, when we were kids, like, when we were 10, yeah. there was nowhere to go to watch 12-year-olds do stuff. Uh, it's called Teen Titans on the Cartoon Network. But that was made by old people. I didn't know that. Good. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, these kids today have content made by kids. Which, and which encourages is, them to do that. And, and then they're bad at it. Well, of course. They're all bad at it. <laughs> but it's interesting. <laughs> 
It is interesting. I mean, not like interesting to watch, but it's interesting that it's happening <laughs> and that I could observe it in small doses. <laughs> I'm not, not yeah. large doses. No, because it's inane. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's really nonsense. terrible content. Yeah. I don't really understand YouTube. More yeah. of a Netflix man. More yeah. of a godless fan. We'll be watching yeah. the finale We're tonight. just in a society of performers now. Everyone's trying to dance. Everyone. And like some idiots even make a podcast. Okay, I'm Jordan Peoples at Marvel Sucks. I'm Cade Weiberg and it doesn't. <laughs>